Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, author of Fantasy Romance and Romantic Fantasy. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Mm, delicious. Today is, you're going to say it with me. Today is Friday. Woo! It's also October 22nd, uh, birthday of Leo Kennedy, my late stepfather who um, originated the, I mean, he didn't originate, but he's the one who started it in our family, the It's Friday, uh, which he would, he was a vice principal of a middle school and he would do that in the morning PA on Friday mornings. The kids loved it. Faculty loved it too. He said the faculty loved it. <sighs> you could see the, if you're on video, the beautifully lit um, crab apple tree behind me. The colors are really nice this year. Really good fall colors. We don't always get great fall colors. Sometimes the, uh, the nip happens too fast and the wind blows the leaves away, but, um, it's a good color year for sure. Still a few grapes hanging onto the grapevine, but the, uh, the grape barber is pretty denuded at this point but you could see some of the, the fall color behind me and the rest of the garden. Mm, it's good. So, um, yesterday ended up being a better day. Um, as far as writing, uh, it, I didn't think it was going to be, I spent some time at writer coffee, uh, doing, writer coffee things. I, I had a little bit of a rant, which was kind of funny, but, and I, I don't know if I could say anything about the thing I was ranting about. Um, see, I, I am tactful. There are some things that, that I don't say, uh, yeah, I just don't see how I can even say something nebulous about it. but it's one of those things that uh, I could vent to my writer friends about, which is, is always good. Although I think I can say this part. I was talking about, uh, an essay of mine that was rejected and the reasons that it was rejected. And there was a new guy there meeting with us kind of, um, auditioning to, to be part of the, the crit side of what we do. Um, Auditioning is probably the wrong word. Um, it's more like the, are you a crazy human being or not? Cause none of us knew him. So, you know, he kind of got thrown into the deep end with me ranting. But I was telling the story about this essay being rejected by uh, a very big publisher and some of my ensuing drama with it. They are paying me a kill fee and I, a kill fee is, um, for those of you who don't know, like if they say they're going to publish something of yours, um, and this happens a lot with short work, especially nonfiction, you know, like if they say, oh, we're going to publish this thing of yours and then they decide not to, then they pay you a fee because they killed the story, um, basically paying you for your time. Uh, and the kill fee is $50, which is, you know, better than stick in the eye as my grandmother would say. Uh, 
and it would which is kind of funny because if they'd published it it would have only been 75 dollars. so when they said well you know we didn't like the essay for these reasons but um you know if you want we can pay you the kill fee and i was like yeah i want pay me the goddamn kill fee you know it's so funny because i know this is something i have ranted about before and this is a sideline rant but more and more and more i'm seeing places um suggesting that maybe i wouldn't want to take the money <laughs> well if you want you know or um you know like i you know had my thing earlier this summer with um you know being asked to speak for free and being annoyed because they said oh well you know most of our speakers graciously donate their time uh, and i'm hearing that like every time somebody says well you know we could pay you this or you could donate that back they <laughs> keep saying things like that and it's like where where is this coming from why are you guys feeling like um it's perfectly cool to ask people to volunteer to not be paid kill fees used to be standard business practice. And so I mean it's to their credit that they are paying a kill fee but I thought it was funny that they were like but you know I guess we could pay you a kill fee if if you feel like that's something you you want or need you know it's only $50 and it's like yes I want my $50 because I'm annoyed that you guys killed this essay and that's what the part I can't talk about is why they did but they it ended up being really difficult to get this kill fee. I, I had to go through all sorts of hoops, you know, and it was like I worked really hard <laughs> to get my $50. And uh, yesterday I had it been more than a month since I'd finally finished all the paperwork. So I'd inquired about it yesterday and they came back with the huh, we don't know what happened there. But now they've tracked it down and corrected the error, uh, which I think was we were hoping you would forget about it. Um, maybe that's being ungenerous, but I think a lot of these businesses now, uh, you know, go with this model where they like, um, you know, charge you the monthly subscription fee, hoping that you'll forget that you're paying it. Uh, they delay refunding you stuff, hoping that you forget you're supposed to get the refund. Um, you know, they delay on something like the $50 kill fee, hoping that you'll forget about it. And I think people often do. And you know and there are probably times that I wouldn't have except that to me this is a little bit of blood money and it's like I want my $50 and I'm going to I don't know I'm I might go buy a new Halloween decoration with it or something. Um, I also need a new cell phone all of these things but um, you know it's like anyway enough on that. So now let's see I got off on my tangential rant. Oh so I was talking about why the essay was rejected and the reasons I was irritated about that and the new guy said um who and you know and this is the first time he's met me so <laughs> I did apologize to him I said I'm really you know apologize that this is your first time meeting us and that I'm off on this ramp but you know better to find out now right. And you know and he's a thoughtful guy and he thought about it and he said well I suppose the takeaway from this is it was something um how did he phrase it you know like 
we can't always expect our work to be accepted and sometimes you know rejection happens it was something like that and uh and i said well you know i don't want to be all i disagree (laughs) although i do disagree you know i said sometimes the takeaway is i said i what i think the takeaway here is is that work is very subjective and that uh one person's lens on the world makes them see things in a very particular way that blinds them to the to what other people see and that very often our work is rejected for that reason because art is subjective right writing is subjective evaluating it is subjective so I could see the wheels turning in his head a little bit on that um it's a different perspective right when you uh when you think about rejection in terms of oh you know big muckety muck rejected me therefore I am not worthy and and I need to learn to accept the fact that I'm not worthy and do better and and that's valid I mean we've we've been there and and I do think it's important to recognize that sometimes our work is not up to snuff in this case <laughs> I'm, I'm verging into arrogance here and and I do try to check myself on that but in this case it was a really good essay sorry you guys it was a really good essay I still think it's a good essay um but it was content that the editor objected to um particular ideas that didn't fit their ideas and that's a different thing and sometimes you just have to deal with the fact that um that you don't agree right so there I'm loosening up my neck can I get my $50 kill fee I'm also um submitting the essay other places so we shall see if it gets universally rejected that's one thing but um you know certain ideas become fashionable and they become fashionable in certain circles and and I should qualify too that this essay has been read by other people uh some of whom come at things with a very critical lens and they think it's good so it's not just me being like my work is amazing because I do think that that's a problem especially for authors who become very successful um mostly I think it's people who are way more successful than I am like um I was not gonna name I won't name that name Pat Conroy you know Pat Conroy uh is a brilliant writer undoubtedly a brilliant writer uh the the Prince of Tides was an incredible book there was a a couple of years there that I gave a copy of that book to like everyone I knew for every occasion and I've talked about it often but you know like reading beach music I was so excited to read beach music and it I was so disappointed in that book because it it was incredibly bloated it needed editing it could have been cut by a third I've never gone back to look at other people's reviews but you know there are many many stories of various authors who get 
and and I am not going to to uh, call anybody out in particular, but you guys can probably think of some right who become very very successful and are are known for writing really really long books, and I think there's a real danger in getting to think that everything you write is precious. You know that uh, you know it's like that. I use it in workshops sometimes. The Ryan Gosling lit agent. You know, it's, I have a file folder called my baby's darlings, mad precious, you know, the darlings being every word that you ever write and maybe had to cut out mad precious, um, you know, and you can get to that point where you feel like everything you write is incredibly valuable and that you can write books that are as long as you want to make them because nobody gets to edit you. And that's a really dangerous place to be as a creative um because none of us are are in that position where everything we write is perfect and wonderful and certainly not when you go on at length um there's a author who is a very famous best-selling uh you know huge fortune author who came out with a new book in a series. I think it's funny because I have on my hoodie under my wrap here and it makes me look a little hunchback. So I'm going to have to fix this. Sorry. I can't, uh, can't stand that. This is why it's not good for me to look in the video. Um, I'm sure there are people, I mean, I I'm always amazed now that I've been doing these videos so that I could like see people doing videos where they like don't fidget with stuff and I'm, I'm not there yet. I'm not that uh, polished of an entertainer. <laughs> Shocking, right? All right. Now I distracted myself. Um, oh, famous author come out with a new installment in her you know, hugely best-selling series, highly anticipated. And the book rather famously is, is so long that the publisher had to use, um, different paper to make it thin enough because once you get to a certain point on the binding, the glue won't hold if it's like a trade paperback book. So no, you guys are going to be able to figure out who I'm talking about if you're in the, you know, those fan circles, but, um, this author very famously had to, or famously within our circles anyway, you know, talked about having to go through and weed out something like, I don't know, like a thousand words. It's not that many, right? You know, I, I try to write a thousand words for an, in an hour. Bless you all who said that you were impressed at what I was writing. Um, I know I should be grateful for that, but I really like to get my 3000 words a day in three hours worth of writing. And I get cranky if I don't. So I did a little bit better yesterday. I think I figured out what this novella is going to be about. I think I found the beginning. I've written like 5,000 words and I think I found the beginning. Um, sometimes it works that way. It's, it makes me annoyed because I feel like I wasted time, but I think I'm there now. Uh, and I, I knew it might go that way. So anyway, um, a thousand words, like, um, my novels are typically a hundred thousand words. And that's like 400 pages. And I think, um, this book ended up being something like a thousand pages. And so that's, I don't know. I, 
I seem to recall it was something like 300,000 words because they used really small type and they used this really thin paper. Um, it may have been closer to 400,000 words. So anyway, out of this, the author had to cut like a thousand words, um, in order to shrink it down enough to meet those glue metrics on the binding and, and had to go through and rather, you know, cut those darlings, you know, cutting things like that, you know, and stuff and, and how it took so long. And then I've heard other people talk about the book and saying that there are repeats in the book that there's, you know, like repeated scenes and fluff scenes and extra stuff that, um, you know, like a good editor, a good ruthless editor would go through and, you know, could have cut that book down considerably. Uh, but nobody edits this author. And, and I did see some other authors talking about it and saying, well, where was the editor? You know, how come this wasn't cut down some? And it's like, well, you know, some of these very famous authors too take advantage of being able to push publishing deadlines. And sometimes they turn those books in so close to the deadline that there's no time for a content edit and nobody's going to worry about it because the book sells or the author sells so well that it's like, okay, we'll get that right to press and, oh, wait, we have to cut, you know, a thousand words is, um, you know, like three or four pages. We need to cut like three or four pages and that's it. Could you pretty please find, you know, it's like, wow. So the moral of the story there, what is our takeaway? Um, you know, I think it's, I think our moral is clear. I was going to say something else. I was thinking about it as I was talking about all of that. Uh, something to do with the conversation I was having with Dorinda. I don't remember it now. So I guess, uh, I'm going to go get to work on this. Uh, at least feeling better that the novella is coming along now. And, um, yeah, I will remind you all that first cup of coffee is part of the frolic media podcast network, and you will find more podcasts that you love at frolic.media slash podcasts. And I will talk to you all on Monday. You all have a wonderful weekend. I hope you get to enjoy some fall color or spring color, depending on which hemisphere you're in. And, um, hope you get to do something that brings you joy. You all take care. Bye-bye.